Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. about life without judgment. We take a look at society, we examine it, and we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter. Welcome, everyone, to this Sunday night in April 2019. It's essentially the middle of the month, and in the United States, it's one day ahead of the deadline for taxes, which is always a fun season. So thank you for joining me tonight, and... Tonight is, uh, as are all the nights, is an interesting night pulling together uh, themes from past shows into a um, sort of a synthesis or a uh, show reflecting on show reflecting on show topic. And tonight's show is called Attitude Toward Reality. And there's several, uh, there's several themes that I'd like to go into. And I'd first like to start off by talking about my attitude toward what each second of reality is because that will set the stage for the next piece. And I also want this program to be as complete, um, not complete, as freestanding as it possibly can so that I don't reference another show the whole um, motivation is contained here. So my attitude toward reality is formed by my journey. And in 2005, a therapist that I was seeing 
at that time, thank you, Jeff, introduced me to Rumi and to Hafiz, in particular Rumi's um, Out Beyond the Notions of Right Doing and Wrong Doing, There's a Field, I'll Meet You There. And then Hafiz is the place that you are right now. God circled on a map for you. And as with all riddles, uh, all of life is a riddle, all of life is a puzzle. The purpose is to grasp onto that concept, whether knowingly or unknowingly, and bash it all about in reality and see what happens to it and see what happens to you as a result. So what happened to me as a result, or what happened to the way I think as a result, is that I believe that each second is our gift to ourself, building block, the next perfect gift that we need to receive in a line set of experience one after the other to build our soul which is an extremely complicated item and that each person is doing the same thing so that I believe that each instant is a perfect is a perfect alignment of all of the pieces in that instant and that forms my attitude toward reality so there are many there are many ways to talk about this and there are several that I'd like to go into tonight. The first one is about the journey to here and then the journey away from here. So for many people, they don't realize how long the journey to here was. And once they're here, the only thing they can think of is getting away from here. So let's talk about the journey to here. The journey to here has taken an unimaginable amount of time. And the journey away from here will take an unimaginable amount of time. This means that the dwell time or the value or the looking at where you are and saying, this is horrible, I need to change this, does not take into account how valuable this set of circumstances are and how long it took you to get here and how much you should treasure each and every instant of, the, of what is present 
even if the circumstances appear to be horrendous, life-threatening, etc., etc., emergency. So we're told in this society it's very trendy. You, you get to some place and then you move away from it. You get into a circumstance and you move away from it. You don't um, sit, dwell in that circumstance for an incredible amount of time. You change it. You don't value how it is now. It's things wrong with it. You've got the wrong car. Um, you're not fit enough. Um, something's wrong with you as you are now. Something has to be improved. So the first piece of understanding or the first piece of something to contemplate is sort of a value of the self's situation as it is now beyond what society um, wishes us to have. And then that begins a check-in with the title of the show tonight, which is Our Attitude Toward Reality. So toward this instant, the attitude toward each piece, each actor, each fragment, each thing that you can define, each um, particle, each thing in this, in the, in the instant. And this is an exercise. This isn't, um, you, you, you neither, neither you nor I exist in, exist as I am about to describe it. This is an ongoing exercise of changing yourself by working on yourself, by understanding that we live in exactly the gift we are giving ourselves and that the internal work that I see is shedding my attitudes, society, family, etc., etc., attitude that causes me to have something other than adoration, bliss, uh, intense gratefulness for the circumstance. Now, I might have to react to the circumstance to defend myself I might have to react to the circumstance in a way that you wouldn't commonly be saying, oh, he's grateful for that circumstance. But what I'm striving for is I'm striving for grateful being my complete attitude to everything regardless of how I have to react to it. So I received an email from a class and a compassion course is starting. 
with this particular organization. And for some reason, I had just not ever um, crossed the threshold with these folks. I had been aware of them. I'm on their email list. I have some books of theirs. I've listened to a lot of lectures. And for some reason, it, I just never stepped in the door. And so I listened to some of the, of, of a snippet of um, the, the author's um, discourse today after I received the email. They had given a, a free um, uh, two-minute um, piece of dialogue as an advertisement. And so I listened to it and dialogue was on compassion and forgiveness. And right away today, maybe not in the past, right away today, hearing that subject and hearing the context in which it was laid out, I understood why I was never able to walk through the doorway, walk across the threshold, be involved with them. They're having compassion. And they're forgiving something that doesn't have to be forgiven. Because every person and every particle in the instant for you everything is doing its job to create a circumstance that is exactly what you need. So there is no tie there. There's no um, connection there that you need to be compassionate about. I believe the gentleman actually used the word hatred. There's nothing there for you to hate. And so when this person uses that, they're exhibiting, first of all, they're exhibiting morals. They're exhibiting, they're, they're exhibiting universal morals. Now, I have personal morals, but I'm talking about universal reality. I'm talking about my attitude toward reality. I have things that I won't do. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about my attitude toward reality. And my attitude toward reality is I'm connected to it with gratefulness. A person is having to forgive someone and be compassionate to them and hate what they did but forgive them and say, well, I kind of understand why you did that. So I forgive you. Let's let me, let me take an aside. 
we don't understand ourselves, we can't. We don't understand other people either at all. They're a complete mystery. The faith is in the process. The faith is saying, this is the process we are going through. It works. It's so funny, actually. My, um, it's so funny that my, uh, where is that? My past co-host just hadn't talked to her at all about the show. I just thought of the show today. And she sends me a, today in church, pastor says this uh, thing from someplace. If you can trust a puzzle company to make sure every piece is in the box, complete the puzzle, then why can't you trust God that every piece of your life is there for a reason? And I said to her, why are you reading about tonight's show? She said, ha ha, I said, we're connected. Well, everybody's connected. I guess I have to be um, extremely grateful to see these people operating in the way they do, run around, running around screaming about passion and forgiveness, which is actually what I wrote in a post this afternoon as a reaction to this. So what I want to do is I want to lay out what I, I have laid out my thinking. And what I want to do is I want to go through sort of a discussion of each point and each connection and each and the the difference in my viewpoint from someone who is, say, compassionate. Someone who is compassionate is saying, they're there, I certainly feel for you, but they don't love where that person is. For some reason, they feel that that person is somewhere where they don't belong. They're compassionate. For some reason, they believe that there's suffering going on. They're compassionate with that other person. We've already talked about disappointment, but let's summarize disappointment. Disappointment for me, used to be being upset that I was a failure at something, but now recognizing the door is closed because I've already done what's past the door. 
to the level that I don't need to go there anymore right now. Envy is, is a cousin, is a close cousin of disappointment. Envy basically says, I wish I could get in that door that these other people over here are in. They seem to be having a good time, or the mass of society is doing that. I'm a failure. I'm envious of all of these people. And it is brutal to be the odd man out, or the odd woman out, or the odd person, or the odd being out forces you maybe, to look at these questions. Just to be complete and go over it again, forgiveness. Forgiveness for why? You're forgiving someone, saying you're in the wrong place, you're acting differently than how you should be, Forgiveness, you know, you wouldn't have done that had you known better. I forgive you. No, the painting is the painting. The painting is perfect, but the instant, the painting of the instant, which you recorded in your soul, that painting is perfect. Now, so you can talk about the painting. There's the, there's the frozen painting. And then there are connections in that painting which represent all of the attitudes toward reality. And your attitudes toward reality can be colored compassion, colored envy, colored forgiveness, colored hatred, colored disappointment, colored all these other different colors or it can have a single color. Thank you for helping me realize this instant. I am very grateful. That's hard. It's hard for me. But it's something that I'm working on, that this is a work in progress. Hatred is just, I hate you for helping me reach this perfect instant by acting as you did. A person who's actually causing you the hatred is probably doing the most to anchor, to the, doing the most to make the scene have impact. As always, this is a call-in show. And my phone number is 646-564-9714. Once again, my number is 646-564-9714. And... It's 
close enough to the bottom of the hour that I'm going to fish out my favorite song, which is Dave the Bard, Green and Gray. See you after the break, everyone. I was Lord of animals, the one. 
to International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now... Back to Alan. 
Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this second segment. And in this second segment, I'd like to talk about something that I've been doing recently as a result of some inspiration from someone who buys produce from me. And what I've been doing for the last six days, this is day number six, I believe, is I've been doing a juice feast. So there's um, different lifestyle choices. You can be a raw vegan, which means you eat fruits and vegetables without cooking them. Or a or in order to cleanse at an even deeper level, you might do a certain number of days of water fasting. That basically doesn't give you the energy to go about your quote-unquote regular duties. Whereas juice feasting actually supplies you with all of the calories that you need you're just drinking juice. So for the most part, except for uh, nutritional uh, component digestion and uh, liquid absorption, your digestive uh, tract is on vacation. So I've been doing that for the last six days And because that requires a lot of juice, about five quarts per day, pardon me, because that requires about five quarts of juice a day, Almost all of the liquid, or actually all of the liquid that I've been drinking for the last almost a week has been uh, fruit or vegetable juice. And so basically almost no water, whereas I used to drink a lot of water. Um, Now I'm basically drinking a lot of juice, and so most of my water is coming from juice. So there's there's several... um, interesting things that happen that have nothing to do with my body but have to do with the change in lifestyle. So I had previously been eating uh, juice in the morning or fruit in the morning and then toward the afternoon or evening meal having a cooked Uh, usually a pasta or potato or something like that meal. And it's very interesting the amount of, oh, you should have this, oh, you should have that drama that was going on in my mind that once you um, are inside of this discipline, inside of this lifestyle, I know what I'm having. I'm having juice, and I know what it's going to be, so 
all of that decision-making time, all of that um, internal dialogue is gone. I know what the next meal is going to be. The next meal is going to be apple juice with some some added uh, cucumber, lettuce, uh, kale, or something like that. Uh, As I have come to look at it as... um, uh, "Quote unquote," as the salt, or as the mineral additive, or as the um, the interesting part of the apple juice. Apple juice is very interesting to me, but uh, sort of what's on top, or what's the green stuff, and how does it change the flavor of the apple juice? So that was a very interesting letting go of all of that internal blah, 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 blah that I didn't anticipate. Now, there were a couple of things that I did anticipate but didn't really understand, and that's um, just not going to the bathroom. But then after a certain number of days, what happens is body begins to slough off and rid itself of stuff that used to be on the, that has adhered to the inside of your intestine. Now, it is true that I'm not the same as other people in that regard because I was raw vegan for 14 months in... Two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, so maybe even almost two years. So during that time frame, a lot of the internal weight, a lot of the sludge, a lot of the calcified garbage, a lot of the old meals uh, certainly did leave my system, especially since I was down. Uh, below 150 pounds and uh, had very low body fat at that time. So I'm just interested because there's, because even this morning there was an interesting thing that happened. And what happened was I got up and usually I'm very, very hungry and not starved, but just hungry. It's like, okay, it's time to eat. I'm getting up. It's it's time to eat. This morning, I didn't feel like food at all. Really didn't feel like eating anything. I wasn't attracted to go down to juice. I wasn't just, was not attracted to have anything to eat. And it got to middle of the afternoon and I actually went out and did some, um, some work in the yard, uh, turning over some soil for a garden that I'm building, and then I felt like I wanted to eat something. No, actually, what was it? I went over and I sold produce. After I got done selling produce, I knew that I was really hungry, and so I came home here and had and had a. a, a large amount of juice, one of the things that I had added for the first time was cucumber. And for some reason, 
all of a sudden I had to go to the bathroom, not not going to the bathroom in liquid form, but going to the bathroom in solid form, which is basically, oh, wow, uh, this is unusual. I haven't gone to the bathroom in several days at this time. And so connecting that up with you know, feeling, uh, I don't really want to eat, feeling blah, feeling, um, you know, like things were, quote unquote, getting pushed out and things were running around in my bloodstream preparing to leave is usually a sign of detox. So that was very interesting to be able to connect these circumstances up with um, with a, a good uh, a detox outcome. So just thought that I would share um, sort of one of the things that I'm doing that I'm just finding interesting. And the other thing that I started doing is I started attending a Tai Chi class um, last Monday. And boy, did I feel weird. And I also looked in the mirror. Actually, the Tai Chi class was the... Uh, was the reason I started juicing because I looked in the mirror and I just said, wow, you look horrible. (laughs) And it's usually one of those, um, you see yourself in the mirror and you see where um, you're in in public and you're basically saying, gosh, you know, I've I've let myself go that much. And I don't think I've let myself go that much. I still do pretty well at the gym. But I want to make some changes. And that's one of the interesting um, things of being aware of the value of the time, being aware of the value of the moment, but also understanding that if you want to be a professional, you need to be a professional about how you keep your body and how you keep your finances and how you keep your business. And so I want to move toward more of a professional stance for how I go about my life. And so that's one of the things that I'm interested in doing and just letting go of um, attitudes that, that don't that just don't uh, allow me to do that. So in the last portion of the show, I'd like to talk about what I wrote today or I think in the last day or so on Facebook And it's basically, it comes into this show by looking at who other people are and where they are kin to you. You're on a journey. You're in a place where everyone else is supplying you with the perfect gift. So are they. So is each other person. So 
everyone else is in this same situation that you're in and everyone else is loved and everyone else is exactly where they should be and every instant that they receive is the perfect gift. They get that with or without your help. Now I know there's some relationships where you're going to be with a person and you're you're their partner or you're their guardian or you're their parent. But there's a lot of other situations in which we tied ourselves or we are distracted by or some other connection. And this is what I'm talking about. Everyone is loved. Everyone is on their journey. You don't have to be distracted by those people anymore. They're there on their love and they're on their journey without your help. On their own. What about your journey? What about what you need to do? Where is the part of your life that's not, oh, I'm doing for others? Where is the you part of your life? We're waiting for you. We're waiting for you to step forward into your part of your life. Bring that reality the only you have inside of yourself. And right now, it's doing for others. And it's not manifesting that you're here to manifest. It's not bringing your color out. Bringing your part of the rainbow to the fore. You're not doing your job. Now, I know the place that you are right now is perfect. I know that to move away from where we are is to meet the value of this present circle. But you have a calling. You have something that you're here to do, just like I have something that I'm here to do. And it's putting all the other stuff to bed, putting all the other stuff down, saying, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to put this down. I'm going to put this aside. And so from from an earlier discussion that I had this week and some conversations, we talked about disappointment disappointment of not being able to get into that university, disappointment of not being able to marry that person, and then understanding that disappointment is actually meaning you've done that already. You've graduated from there. You don't need that path. on these other paths, own them, travel them, 
So what about someone who's even more focused, but they're focused and they don't have a choice about it? Someone who's crippled. Is that someone you feel compassion for? Oh, they're crippled. Oh, they're handicapped. That's something that society tells us to feel compassion for. But what's the reality? The reality is is that those doors have been closed to them by themselves so that they can focus. So what disciplines will you take on to focus? What disciplines should I take on to focus to bring our skill level in a particular thing? What what extra work are we doing so we're not focusing on our art that we're bringing into the world? And as my mentor Ian Kingwell says, the plane does not get off the ground at half throttle. It's only by putting all your eggs in that basket and concentrating and doing complete 100% commitment does it get off the ground. Commitment for myself, this is a commitment for you. Now, maybe you know that you have to pay the rent and you have to be pragmatic, but I have to be pragmatic about my rent. I have to get make sure it gets paid. So there's other jobs I need to do. There's other places I need to be. But we have our business that we're getting off the ground, or we have our practice that we're getting off the ground. You need to devote time to it, and you need to devote it seriously. And this is as much me looking in the mirror as it's a, as a, an exhortation to you to look in the mirror. Patience, sure. But take it seriously. The, the, what you get back from this life is to the level of seriousness that you treat it. How have you allocated tomorrow's time? You have a schedule. Even though you might not be working a real job, do you have a schedule for tomorrow's time? King in the mirror, and I'm saying, do I have a schedule for tomorrow's time? And I know I don't. this show is pretty autobiographical. It's actually me staring myself in the mirror saying, what the heck am I expecting out of this life when I'm not even doing Thank you all for listening to tonight's show. My name is Helen Ritter, and my contact information, my email, 
is R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N 88 at gmail.com that's Ritter period A-L-A-N 88 at gmail.com I run a small produce co-op in the southern New Jersey area. I buy produce from the Philadelphia Regional Wholesale Market, mostly organics. And I also uh, clean houses and help care for an elderly couple, as well as um, doing various other jobs in the area to as I said, pay my rent. I'm really interested in what you all have to say. And once again, the phone number to call beyond the show is 646-564-9714. It's always that number. Please uh, drop me an email. I'll support your festival. I will um, give you a an hour show or an hour and however long show to make a uh, an audio presentation for your business, and I'll put your whatever picture you want on top of the audio, and that's a video that will go up on YouTube, which you can use for your business. I'm interested in making connections to people. I'm interested in growing connections to people. And I'm interested in helping you get to the next step. What don't you have? What don't what advertisement don't you have that's that's working that's not working for you? You can't afford um your advertisement or you can't afford some fancy advertisement. I don't cost I cost um the time that you spend here and the time that we use to prepare for the uh, for the show. That's how much it costs. I'm interested in helping you grow to meet your dreams. And I know when I do that, I help myself. Life is a very interesting journey. And life is treatment of life is to be looked at and not to run away from it. Checking your attitudes toward each piece of the each one of the actors, piece of the puzzle that is every instant. working on yourself in that context. Especially working on strong feelings. Noticing why you had that strong feeling. Have a great evening. Have a great week. See you next week. Good night, everyone. 
for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Thank you.